Hey, 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 welcome to the Sports Reverence Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name's Drew. We're no experts, but we are the Sports Reverence. Hey, 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 welcome to the Sports Reverence Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. On this podcast, you will learn life lessons through sports and our analysis towards success. My name is Dan, and I'm joined with my co-host, Drew. How are you doing, Drew? Not bad. What's up? Not too much. Not too much. Of course, we are also joined with our analytics, analytics guy. We call him the coach. His name is Joel. What's up, coach? How much? What's popping? And on this episode, we will talk NFL trade deadline, uh, who should be picked first and second of the NBA draft, or should they be traded? We are continuing on in the Belichick and Brady saga. And stick around, because we are back with a special segment of He Said What? So let's jump into some of the sports reverends' quick hitter news. George Kittle will miss eight weeks with a broken foot. Heartbroken. The Masters will start on Thursday, November 12th at Augusta National Golf Club. Harry Kane scores his 200th goal for the Tottenham Hotspurs. Mookie Betts wins a fifth consecutive gold glove. Tua Tungavailoa won his first professional start. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. Have you ever thought about how well your investments are performing? Have you wanted to understand how the stock market works and how you can look after your financial future, but have been unsure of where or even how to get started? Train to Invest is North America's leading investment education and training corporation with the sole purpose of providing a new way of thinking about wealth management through teaching, training, and coaching individuals in both the art and science of self-directed investing Train to Invest offers a complete education and training experience to empower families to begin their journey of planning for future generations through investment education. To find out more, look at www.traintoinvest.com and download our free ebook. Again, www.train2invest.com to find our, more information about our program and download our free ebook. Now, Drew was able to do this a few months ago. Right. Coach, I'm going to start with you. Uh, don't. Can you pronounce the last name no. of this upcoming legend not, named not Tua? Even, not even maybe. That's why I put Tua in the copy here on the side, because I couldn't spell his last name, let alone say his last name. You guys, so can't, not, you guys can't even pronounce Herbert right. So. <laughs> or Burroughs. <laughs> Good luck with Tua. <laughs> All right, so I will take Mr. a pass. Mr. Sports Reverend Martin, with the cockiness and skills, tell us how you pronounce his name. Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> now say the other one. No, I did it once right, and I'm, I'm Tua going out. Tunga Viola, okay? I, Tunga that, Viola. Was worse, that was worse than what you did in the quick hitters. Yeah, the quick hitters, you, you nailed it. Regardless, Just quit while you're ahead, Dad. That's the Just... name that you guys are going to need to remember because he was something special. We'll get to Tua in a little bit. Let's go into the NFL. Coach, take it away. Okay, so last week, Thursday, trade deadline. Of course, nothing ever happens at the trade deadline because no fun league. But a few things, a few things did come up. So I got a couple winners, a couple losers. Some of them aren't necessarily technically trade deadline related, but it fits. So first one I got here, Avery Williamson goes from the un the guy. I think the team's gonna go not win a single game from the Jets to the Steelers, fifteen game swing. What do you guys think? I like it. I like it for yep. the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers beef up their defense. I think it's Devin Bush that's down. Uh, yeah, is he out for the that. year or? I don't think but, they've, yeah, maybe. I don't think they've said yet, but maybe anyways, it looks like it. They needed someone to replace Devin Bush. Um, their defense just got stronger, and it was already probably the best defense. in the league. They're already the best in the league, right? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's so, scary. Embarrassment of riches there. 
Yes, I echo Drew on that. That's uh, a tough thing to go against that defense. All right, we got Yannick Ngaku. I definitely butchered that. Ngakwe. 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 Look, man, I'm just a football guy. Not. Uh, Vikings to Ravens. Another defense that got stronger. Thoughts, Dan? Yeah, Ravens' problems are. I don't really think are on their defensive end, but it's always nice to bolster their defense. So um, good, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, Raven, Ravens definitely needed some help on their offensive end. Uh, they're struggling moving the ball down the field because they're not running the ball well. If you're not running the ball well, your play action doesn't work. And, yeah, that's it. Hold on that, to that thought. Hold on to that thought. Our last winner of the trade deadline – Technically, isn't a trade, but uh, Antonio Brown to T-Bay. Another embarrassment of riches on this side, I think. Tampa Bay already has been looking pretty good. Now they have this incredible talent that already has the chemistry with Tom Brady. Yeah. All he has to do is get him the ball, and Antonio Brown's going to do the rest of the work. He said he's spent a year and a half now working on himself, so we'll see if that plays through. We hope him. We hope the best for him for sure. As an but individual, yeah. As an individual, yes. So, but saying all that, if he's healthy, if he stays mentally healthy and gels with the team, that offense becomes disgusting. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs. There's say. a lot of ifs in that statement, though. Like, if he stays healthy, if he stays on the right track, if his ego doesn't get in the way. And I don't see any of those things happening. Uh, this wow. might be, wow. this might be a shorter tenure than it was with the Patriots. Like, <laughs> but here's um, the thing: Will it he's be, actually living already, with Brady, though. That's true. He's yeah. living with Brady. I that's still don't crazy. see this working. Wow. Okay, it's almost has been as long as his uh, stint with the Raiders. So nah, let's see if yeah. he can beat that first. All right. So on the loser's side, we have a familiar face. Got. Baltimore back on the loser's side because of all the things you were saying, Drew. No offensive line help. No offensive help altogether. I mean, you, you kind of nailed it on the head already. They just can't move the ball. And in a league where you got to put up some points eventually, it's a tough position to be in. There's so much talent out there <coughs> that they could have added to their receiving core. I think yeah. that's their biggest problem to me. I don't think you could find a, a running back at this point. Uh, you got to trust the guys they have and, and obviously use Lamar. Um, but there's so much talent out there in the receiving core that, that to improve their receiving core. They, they didn't make a move. I don't know why. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Because I could just stack the box, right, really, at this point. Um, on to our next set of losers, uh, <laughs> the Texans. Now, put the Texans on the list because they have assets to trade. A couple receivers. We talked about J.J. Watt a while ago. But in the upcoming draft, no number one and no number two picks in, the first, in this first or second rounds. So it leaves the cupboard kind of bare, especially when the team is sucking this badly. Yeah, I think they missed an opportunity, but they were also – I think their ask was too high for a guy like Will Fuller mm. who hasn't proven himself to be a number one receiver. He's a great number two receiver. Um but still I know can't the Packers stay were looking at him. Yeah, I know the Packers were looking at him and they just said the ask was way too high for right. basically a rental player. Yeah. So it's probably the Texans being a little bit greedy, thinking that maybe they could make some trades in the offseason, but we'll see. Yeah, aging squad and all the money is spent. Like, I don't know. They should have made some moves to look for the future because I think at this point they got to realize they're in a rebuild. Well, Even though J.J. Watt says they're not in a rebuild. Well, yeah, and, and I think J.J. Watt is the thing that's holding them back right now as much mm. as um, he might be their best defensive player. He's an aging defensive player. Right. And um, you, they've got Deshaun Watson and they've got uh, Laramie Tunzel. Yeah. And those are two – if you've got your quarterback and left tackle – uh, that's that's and they're both young like they're both about 26 years old i think right and uh but jj watt has got to be what 32 33 he's definitely getting up there i think he's and, close to me and yeah. he's an old 32 33 like there's a couple bad injuries there yeah um if they could find a suitor for him 
and get some salary relief, they could really start over and build something special. You think uh, someone like Tennessee would have went for a JJ Watt? Hey, like when you, you saw Tennessee get exposed against Cincinnati because they couldn't get to the quarterback and Cincinnati's like, that's like their weakest spot. And that's how yeah. you expose Cincinnati. So I thought maybe that would be good, but again, but it could be the ask is too high. Yeah. And do you really want to get Clowney and Watt back on the same field again? Like it didn't really work the first time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But Clowney is like averaging two tackles a game. Like what's happened to him? Yeah. It's funny how those projections don't work out. All right. Our last, last loser of the NFL trade deadline is your boy, Drew, Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He has no one to throw to still. But it he's doesn't producing. seem to matter. Seem, well, you could think about it. If you, if you put one of those atop, even a second, another wide receiver in that field for that team, it opens up a lot more things, right? Did you see last week, Andrew? Yeah. They just double covered Devontae Adams. Like, he has nothing he can do. And they, they Aaron Rodgers still has a great game, yeah. but he has but nothing without, else. But you have to remember Aaron Jones isn't playing. That's fair. That game. That was fair. That's fair. That's, that's a good point. I think okay. that three-headed monster of Rodgers, Jones, and Adams, it's it's tough to beat that in the NFL. Fair. No, it's 100% true. And their left tackle, Bakhtiari, is out right now, too. But still, like, just help the guy out, please. Just give him one other guy. Yeah, I, I'd love to see them get another receiver. But yeah. I think their front office is thinking, why would we spend when we've got one of the best quarterbacks and he's doing things – with this group right now. It's true. It seems very short-sighted though, because if you, you got to win now, Rogers isn't going to be in his prime for forever. Got to put another, got to put another ring on. He's got to put another yeah. ring on. Well, they really missed their opportunity in the draft. I think, yeah, I yes. think we've all concluded that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when they should have been taking care of mm. the extra receiver. Cause you see what the rookie receivers are doing this year. Yeah. It's wild. It's yeah. wild. Well, that does it for the trade deadline, boys. Um, I think we should roll on to the uh, Brady Belichick saga. What do you think? I got something to say in the Brady Belichick saga. All right, let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's Can hear I start? It. Yeah, absolutely. To me, you know, <laughs> Brady Belichick and – sorry. Belichick is kind of the Greg Popovich of the NFL – um, probably considered better than Greg Popovich. Um, but to me, I've just seen these two coaches that have been filled with star talent, the special talent, their whole careers pretty much. And as soon as that talent's gone, what happens? They start to not do very well. Mm. Especially for me, I'm going to go at Popovich over here for a second. Okay, the one that stands out to me the most is when he coaches Team USA to a last placing Olympic um, placing. Like, that's ridiculous. It was a World Cup tournament, not even a big deal. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. That is embarrassing for Greg Popovich. Now, Bill Belichick are not meant to play in the Olympic style. Come on, that's ridiculous. Just hold on a second. Bill Belichick, okay, he said that he wasted or they put all their eggs in a basket the last three years to get Super Bowls, but yet he's had close games this year. And the difference is that Tom Brady's not there to win those games and Cam Newton's there to screw him up like he did <laughs> last week. Bill Belichick, to me, has been – it's just showing to me that Brady is greater than what we assumed and what we kind of gave him credit for. I digress. You digress to what? I'll let you guys talk. Did you make That's, a point there or what? That so. Bill Belichick is way mu- very much losing this battle. Okay. I don't I, I take the opposite side. Wow. Especially okay. after right. seeing these two games that we saw this week. Like Tampa Bay almost lost to the Giants. Uh and the Giants are terrible. Terrible, um, terrible. And the Bills are a good team, and the Patriots almost beat them. So, the Bills I don't know. I, I have also the... lost to almost everybody too. So they're not that good. No, they they're are a strong not. team though. They've they've lost to good teams. 
go through their losses. I'm, but even some of their wins aren't dominating. They almost, they barely beat the Jets. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the I'm Bills, trying to say. The Bills have underperformed, let's be honest. The Bills it's play for- to the level of whoever they're playing. Yeah. Which is not a championship DNA. So, so I'm saying you could have said that with Tampa Bay against the Giants. Yeah, but who's that on? I don't know if you can blame the coach or the quarterback for that. I think you can. I, you can only motivate somebody so hard. Okay, finish your point anyway. Well, I finished my point. He just... I finished my point as much as you did. <laughs> well, I okay. ended by saying Bill Belichick is not as great as Tom Brady. Yeah, and I think Bill Belichick is greater than Tom Brady. I think that was – okay. First of all, your little soliloquy where you tried to compare Belichick to Popovich, not going to happen. I'll Old tell you why. can't wait. Hold on. Hold on. Duncan Bill Belichick. Brady. Bill Belichick, I guess he's you know, missing some guys. But look at that Spurs team this last year. Okay? They were a bunch of nobodies with superstar DeMar DeRozan and old washed up LaMarcus Aldridge. Yet they still made the playoffs. They did not make the playoffs. Well, play in whatever you want to call it. They did not make the play in. They were in that second whatever you want to call it. I'm still calling it playoffs. I'm taking that to the bank. All right? Greg Popovich just has done... The Washington Wizards. (laughs) That was just by default. Anyways, Popovich has done more with less than what Belichick has done, in my opinion. Um, I think Tom has maintained his same level of play in a totally different space. And I think that's really impressive. I, I'm still leading towards Brady, not by as much of a landslide because of the whole almost losing to the Jets business after spanking, um, or after the Patriots got spanked the week before. But like, you're just seeing that elevation trend higher. And when do you want to peak? You want to peak right at playoff time, especially in the NFL, right? And I think we're going to see a really strong Bucks team come through. And on a week-by-week basis, we've talked about how it being volatile and, and some weeks of Brady, some weeks of Belichick. I see more Brady weeks than Belichick weeks right now. And it's my... trending that way for sure. Yes, it's trending that way for sure. Um a lot of people are going to say, oh, his defense is missing people. Whatever. You have to play with what you got. Yeah, like I, I don't want to hear excuses. Like, they, they could very well have won two of the games they've lost um, early on. So I, I think it was a bit of a cop-out. It's kind of surprising that Belichick came out and said, oh, we've spent so much. We don't have enough depth, yada, yada, yada. Well, who has a major decision to play in all that? He does. Absolutely. So I understand he's trying to deflect blame. Maybe he's trying to make himself look like less of a scapegoat, but one thing you know I'll what? say, one thing I'll say about Belichick as well is that he's not great at drafting those skill position players, right? Mm. Uh, he could have had um, who could he had instead of Nikhil Harry? I think Henry Ruggs. Yeah, that's just no, no, no. Sorry, so, Nikhil Harry Metcalf. Metcalf. So, oh. and and that's been proven time and time again. Like the same thing has happened in Green Bay where they just don't get. Rodgers any help they barely have gotten Brady help in New England but he still performed but I don't know so as of right now we can all as of right now we can all agree Brady's leading the charge right yeah Drew you think I see what you're saying Drew you're saying in the next year or two Belichick will show that the Patriots will be back into Super Bowl contention yeah I think so But but, but this season I think I think Brady is winning the week-to-week matchup. Okay. What's next? Oh, game nine. Game nine, or week nine, sorry. Games to watch. We've got uh, San Francisco and the Packers playing on Thursday night. But um, this should be a blowout, really. <laughs> Let's be honest. My, my, my 49ers are going through the emergency room right now. But aside from that, Seattle Buffalo, thoughts. Well, this is going to show if the this is a good testing point Litmus for test. the Bills. Litmus right? test, yeah. Right, exactly. So uh, I think Seattle dominates, but uh, 
I think it's going to be a real test for the Bills. See if they're the real deal. Because I'm still not sold. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Seattle's defense has been terrible this year. So is Buffalo's. So um, you got two strong-arm quarterbacks with good receivers, two two on Seattle's side. And I think Stefan Diggs comes back with a great game as well. Do you think Josh Allen wakes up this week? Oh, yeah. I think I think Josh Allen shows up to play. Yeah. Uh, he's still, if you look at fantasy stats, he's still the number four quarterback overall. Um, which is wild. Which, which is, is wild. wild. Because he's had, what, like four weeks in a row of pretty so average yeah. to bad play. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think, I think they wake up. I think you see a big week from Stefan Diggs, maybe even John Brown. And uh, you see a big week from Russell Wilson too. This is going to be a shootout. I think it comes back. I think it comes down to who has the ball last. So you think DK Metcalf has a big week? I think it's back to Lockett. I think they, they're I think just going to keep eh? going back and forth because <laughs> um, Lockett. It's the real deal too. Yeah, they're both. It's whoever Russell Russell Wilson can go wherever he wants. Yes, yeah, uh, so. <laughs> He just decides walking into the building, oh, it's going to be a DK day. It's, or a, it's based on his wife's fantasy pool. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. Okay, what do you guys – speaking of Russell Wilson, you think he hits 50, 50 touchdowns this year? Or does he Definitely. eclipse it? No, I'm in. I'm, I'm in for it. You're all in, hey? I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. all in on Russ. I think I he's – I don't think he wants to leave any doubt this year mm-hmm. with being snubbed so many times for MVP. Oh, I think he gosh, wants to yeah. just – I think he just wants to put it in the bank. Yes, yeah. I agree. I like it. I like it. All right. Sunday nighter. Norlands, Tampa Bay. Michael Thomas may be back. Maybe. Go I ahead. Think Start he's us off. Be back. Let I us think know. He's Let us be know. back. Antonio Brown will be playing. This is going to be fun. This is going to be. Does he play this week? Yeah. This Sunday night. Mark it on your calendars. Change your schedules because this is going to be a fun one. Well, uh, I was actually listening to a podcast today, uh, a fantasy podcast, talking about Mike Evans against New Orleans and specifically against Marshawn Lattimore. Mm-hmm. He, in his career, he has, I think, two catches against Marshawn Lattimore. Wow. And uh, so Mike wait, wait. Evans. His career. His career against when lined up against Marshawn Lattimore, he has two catches. Wow, interesting. <laughs> That's insane. And Marshawn Lattimore has been shadowing the top receiver for, like he does that every week. Yeah. So it's going to be Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, I don't think you'll see much from Mike Evans, and we're not sure if Godwin's going to play. But AB, uh, come on, he's there. So, yeah, you might have to use him, Antonio or it's a Gronkowski Brown. game. Antonio New, Brown. New Orleans is terrible against the tight ends. So yeah, so Gronk's gonna have I, a good day. I, I predict Brown's a good, uh, good day. Good Gronk game. Who you got winning? Ooh, tough one. I'm picking Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, who's is it? Do you say Michael Thomas is back or not? Or do we not? They're know? projecting He's, him to be back because he can't run against Tampa Bay. Your only your only chance is to beat them in the air and their only chance to beat them in the air is with Michael Thomas. So if Michael Thomas is playing and fully healthy, I'll pick New Orleans um, because I think the fact that Lattimore can shut down Mike Evans to that extent, like Mike Evans is one of the better receivers in the league. Um, so I th- I'm going with Tampa Bay as well, uh, as well as coach. Um, I think – I, I'm not saying that New Orleans is going to be worse than Tampa Bay come playoff time, though. I will say for this Ooh. game, regular season, Ooh. Tampa Bay wins this. AB comes back with vengeance. 100 Ooh. yards and a touchdown. Wow, that's a big line for AB to put up. There we go. Said that's, it. that's some cojones on you. There we go. All right, uh, a lesser tier game, but a, an interesting one nonetheless. Dolphins cards. I actually love this game. This will probably be one of my favorites to watch um, just because of the quarterback matchup. And it'd be nice to see uh, uh, Devontae Parker pick it up because since we put him in our top five receivers and (laughs) hasn't been living up to that. Uh, Failed hype uh, though. But 
Kyler Murray is one of the most exciting players to watch in all of football. Oh, yeah. I'd rather watch Kyler Murray than Lamar Jackson right now. <laughs> like, That's because Lamar Jackson can't throw. Right. And Kyler Murray throws a nice yeah. football. Absolutely. I think Kyler I think Kyler Murray is closer to Russell Wilson than, than Lamar. Than Lamar for sure. Um I like you're it. Right. I like I'm oh, I'm on right. that train. Yeah. I'm on that train. You're yeah. right. It's just so crazy because Lamar Jackson was an MVP last year. I'm not I saying know. you're wrong. I'm I just know. saying it's wild. But and look at the weapons he has. Like and Christian Kirk, like he's had couple of huge weeks yeah uh you can't cover Dondre hopkins like no you just can't how happy do you think hopkins is right now oh honestly he must just be laughing at the texans like <laughs> like what were you thinking but right. yeah I, I this this game's gonna be a good matchup and miami's defense is for real they're good they're like good. <laughs> they are a good team so it's gonna be the like quite the battle um Tua Tonga Vailoa uh, <laughs> versus Kyler Murray. Like, this is so exciting. Every week there's going to be, like, these young quarterbacks just battling it out. And the NFL has been, like, revitalized back there. So um, I still yeah. think there's a long way for him to grow for Mr. Tua. But, and Kyler Murray's got something to prove. So it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good game for neutrals. Win? We have to pick winners on this one. I'm picking, uh, I'm picking Tua going 2-0. Drew? Yeah, I'd love to pick Tua. Uh, who are you picking? I'll I'll pick last. Who are you I'll picking? go Cardinals. I'll go Cardinals because I think Contrarian. Okay, I'll go Tua. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Last but not least, Vegas Chargers. Oh yeah. Thoughts. To me, to me this game's not going to be that close of a game. I think Vegas takes care of business. Uh, I like Justin really? Herbert. Um, he's solid, but Vegas is the real deal. Hmm. Yeah, I think this game is close. I don't think the Chargers can close it out. I think they proved last week again that <laughs> they just can't win games. Yeah. As good as Herbert has been, like how yeah. bad has their defense been? Like True. they let Denver walk all over them and Denver was missing who does Denver even have on their offense? Like like I know Philip Lindsay had a good game, but but they're they're beating them through the air and Drew Locke, who's <laughs> Drew Locke's got to stop dancing around like oh. uh, he's a king of all things here. That was pretty nice. I like that dance. But You know what? Let, let the man celebrate. He's got a little not much to celebrate about. So when there's something that pops up, yeah. let him go. Just, just let him dance. No. Why are you so, oh, you're so confused. You're win, man. Win, win something first, okay? Just like prove yourself a little bit. He won Don't the be game. like Baker Mayfield. He won the game. Don't be like Baker Mayfield. Don't be like, uh, what's the oh, other guy? Geez. What's the other guy? Um, Manzo? Well, that's not even... Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a bit of a harsh comparison. All right. Just, just stop just it. Just slow your roll. Stop slow dancing. Roll. Be a quarterback who's running an NFL franchise. Okay. I'm going to be contrarian, and I'm picking the Chargers to win. Okay. I think they come out. I think they come uh, out. I think Vegas wins, but I think the Chargers keep it close. All right. All right. This is the fun one. Here's the fun one. You filter mm. out Mahomes. You filter out Wilson. As a GM, you get to pick one guy to start your franchise around for the next five years. As a, you could be a quarterback. Doesn't have to be. Up to you. It doesn't Who do you have go to be with? Quarterback. Oh we're, oh, we're changing the rules. That's just well, I mean, the whole game here. I don't know why you would wouldn't want to pick a quarterback to start your team with. Really. A lot of people pick defense. That's not I, a player. Okay. I know, like Let's, a defensive player is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, we'll go back to the original question. You got quarterback. One quarterback, next five years, who are you picking and why? One I'm, quarterback. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to Dan first. Yes. Five years, you got to say. At this point, you got to say Deshaun Watson to me. He's, he's proven that he can win. Um, he's proven he can do it all. And he makes something out of nothing. He elevates his teammates. Um, I don't know how Dak Prescott's going to return. So that's a tough one. Yeah, that's I can't. A tough one. I can't jump. Are you on saying the Dak, Dak Prescott would be in this conversation? Absolutely. Well, that's that's his Cowboys bias coming through. But no, that's that's common sense. What has Dak want, done? Really, Dak has done just as much as Deshaun Watson, if not more. 
if not, I, I'm just hey, you're the one who's picking Deshaun Watson over Dak. So, who else do you guys got? Name one better than Dak. In the next five years, I'm, I would, I would. It's interesting. I would like to pick Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray is a real deal. I'll give you that. I I like the growth that he's shown. Um, I think it's a good good match between him and his coach. Um, but that's what you want to see year over year is is that growth. And I think he's proven that that he's willing to work hard and to to make some changes and and to do what is necessary to be a better quarterback. The next five years, I, I got Kyler Murray. That's that's my guess. I will also say that the rookies are more intriguing to me than a lot of the medium mid 20 guys mid-age yeah, 20 guys and the and the oldies so it's kind of weird it's like the nba when they went after the lakers won the 99 championship um there's kind of that weird middle phase until lebron came in and all the young guys came in where it was like it was just a bunch of oldies who just hit each other really hard it was that weird phase of just not as good and then all of a sudden boom young guys came in and the nfl yeah. is going through that where you're seeing a lot of young Talented guys at all positions, actually, being ready to ready to uh, commit, ready to make an impact on day one. So with that bit of stretching out, Drew, I've given you enough time for you to make a pick. Oh, yeah, I've been ready. Oh, okay. Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Josh Allen. Oh, oh wow. Please wow. stop this. Drew, stop this. Dude's got four good games, and that's it. That's all it takes, eh? Hey. hey. <laughs> We're talking about five years. Yeah, now. yeah you're right. Okay. Um, he could be I, he could be playing I was the XFL actually, by then. I was I was gonna go with a guy that might even be more controversial right now based on how he's playing. Okay. Garoppolo? Carson Wentz. Oh, no. Oh, you know what? Carson Wentz Wentz, with the weapons that he's been given this year, (laughs) which has been zero. Hey, man. I'm on board that train. No, you're not. Absolutely. Carson Wentz at one point in his career, which was two or three (laughs) years ago, was the MVP candidate. The year they won the Super Bowl, he was the MVP. In the last 12 games, the Eagles are 7-4-1. What has he done? So, since being injured before his MVP uh, candidacy. Just as much as Dak. No, he absolutely took a, not. He took a team to the oh, playoffs that had nobody on it. Nobody is a stretch. Nobody is not a stretch. Yes, it is. Dak can't even and win plus, with the best receivers and, in the game. And plus, first of all, I'm not arguing Dak. I'm arguing Deshaun Watson. Uh, you arguing were Kyler arguing Murray. Dak. You totally argued you, Dak. You were going to argue and, Dak. But I will definitely still take Dak over Carson Wentz. No, for no, sure. no that's There's a mistake. No way. There's you no guys way. are crazy. Have you been watching Carson Wentz? He's going to lose his starting job to no, the backup that they drafted. No, no, no he's not. It's no literally being talked no about. No one could win in Philly right now. That's not true. Look, they, they're coming off a of bye week. You watch. You watch next week. What Carson Wentz does, I'm I'm guaranteeing you he's putting a strong game out. Who are they playing? I don't know. Doesn't matter. They were on their third string tight end. They're on their fourth string wide receiver. They have no offensive line. They had no running game. They have running games. They have Sanders wasn't there. Boston Scott was their starting running. And who were they playing? Who were they playing? It doesn't matter. The this worst is still the defense NFL. in the league. The this defense is like the Cleveland Browns still... put up okay. 300 rushing yards. Look, Eagles. And they Eagles have Giants. the best running backs. Just in the... watch. They've got Hunt. I'm just, I'm... it's against the worst. So they've let everybody run on them in Dallas. What are you talking about? Austin Scott is a kick returner. <laughs> <laughs> Joel and you He's both smaller than you Darren can get Sproles. first downs running against the Cowboys defense. Yeah. And? What does that have to do with Carson Wentz? You're saying I'm just saying you said they had no running game. They don't. But it was against Dallas. Dallas has holes everywhere on defense. And they couldn't run. They they couldn't do anything because Carson Wentz couldn't do anything either. They could oh. couldn't throw the ball. Look. He I don't understand it. what he you're arguing right now. 
Huh? I don't know what you're arguing right I'm now. I'm arguing that Carson Wentz is terrible. I'm End saying they day. have no running game. I know, but I, you're saying I'm they saying, can't move the ball against Dallas. All o- they're saying there's holes all over Dallas, and Carson Wentz couldn't throw it either. Did they win? Yes. Well, who cares? Well, anyone, because they're still talking about benching Carson Wentz. No, they're not going to bench Carson Wentz. You got Probably a bye not, week. They should. You got a bye week. You're coming up against the Giants next game. Hey, the Giants have been slowly improving look, each week. Look, Carson's going to just come out and gun. It's going to happen. I guarantee you a win. I'll, I'll take next that week. Giants team. All right. I'll take that Giants okay. team to win. Done. Done. Okay. Anyways, time for a commercial. I'm tired of listening to you talk. <laughs> See your word from our sponsors. Samara and Jane is an Australian based accessories retailer with all of the latest fashion trends from around the world. Ladies, update your style game with gorgeous earrings, necklaces, and other jewelry for affordable prices. And guys, you can shop for that special lady in your life too. Use discount code SPORTSREV30 for 30% off your entire order. That's SPORTSREV30 for 30% off your entire order. Use discount code at checkout at SamaraAndJane.com. Welcome back. The coach finally gets an intro. Maybe I'm finally off probation. Who knows? Um, So we're going to talk about a little bit NBA talk uh, because there's really nothing else to talk about. And if you are a GM of the Golden State Warriors or the T-Wolves, you have a big dilemma up in your hands. What do you do with those first-round picks? Because this has been a wild, wild year. COVID has destroyed your chances of looking at any sort of prospects. You have to stay home. Guys haven't played. And really, you're, you're basing your decisions on some guys on a very small amount of tape. So, we'll start off with, with the, I think, the easier of the two, the T-Wolves. You have, you have the second pick overall. Do you keep it? Do you pick a guard? Do you pick a big man? Do you trade it? That's what we're talking about. So, Dan, why don't you start us off? Well, for the T-Wolves, they already have their center, obviously. Yeah. So James Wiseman is out as a pick. It comes down to Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Anthony Edwards, to me, they're they're predicting that they would choose him in a mock draft here in Bleacher Report. But I would think that LaMelo Ball would fit better with D'Angelo Russell, both kind of being able to take care of the ball and play off the mm-hmm. ball at the same time. You know what I mean? I think they would fit better that way. Um, but is he the, are they the real deal? Are they the real deal? Um, That's a tough question. That's the question. Really? If I am the T-Wolves and the option is to get something of very good value back, I would package that first round pick and anyone else to get, other than D'Angelo and Cat to get that solid player and so build around those three. So you're looking to get like a known commodity yes. out of the deal. And what's been f- the, the idea that's been flirting that's been around is the trade for Devin Booker from the Suns. And that would be the trio that you could easily build around. Which is ludicrous. Which I think may be possible. If you're the Suns and you know Devin Booker wants to go, what do you trade for to get a better value than a, the number two pick, the number one pick? Well, has Devin Booker actually said he wants to leave? Yeah, yeah. He's I, don't, I don't think so. After I, this last uh, playoff run, it could be a total change, right? I, I think that last run, going 8-0, and when everybody expects you to be a doormat like the Wizards, has really injected some life into this Phoenix Suns team. And... If you are, if they just they have a good coach, they got they have some some strong pieces around, and I think they may even have some cap space. And so, if you're the Suns, I think you do something to keep Devin Booker. Well, while it's nice to think about all three as their homeboys playing with each other, it doesn't make fiscal sense. No, 
because D'Angelo Russell doesn't play defense. Devin Booker, Devin Booker does not play defense. Cat Anthony Towns does not play defense. That's not going to work. Um, I think if if I'm trying to you know decide to trade the pick or or, or keep it, unless something really comes out of nowhere and blows me away, I'm picking Anthony Edwards. Oh, actually, no, sorry, I'm picking Lamelo Ball. I like your idea of um, matching two ball handler guys. Um, it kind of frees up D'Angelo to go shoot more and attack the rim more. Yeah. Takes away some of that main ball handling duty that you would typically be forced to, to do. Not that he can't do it, but he's more of a combo guard. So you get two combo guards um, who like to shoot, got towns who likes to run. I think, I think you take ball here and, and make a play with it because it also saves you cap. And in a year where cap is going to go down, that is some precious commodity. That's true. It's true. true. Any thoughts, Drew? Yeah. Um, I've got some different thoughts just because basketball isn't my thing. But if, if I'm going to choose between going with a draft pick, what did you say Minnesota had? Number two overall? Number one. They have number one. Minnesota is number one? Yeah. Golden State right. number two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Golden State okay. is number two. Uh, well, that ruins what I was going to say. Uh, but because I was thinking if if you have an option, because I just went over the number two picks from the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. And it looks like you're doing about 50% hit rate on, uh, oh, yeah. on number two overall picks. So if I could go with a known commodity or a 50% chance. That's that fair. The, I would go with the known commodity. That 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 was my only. I don't know what number one. Number ones are probably higher than fifty percent in the I, last I ten years. But I wouldn't say they've been like aggressively higher. It's probably close to seventy. Yeah, but that's still. But like I'm a, just looking at number twos. There's some that are like bad. There's some Hashim Thabit. Yeah, that's what. That's 2009. Yeah. Yeah. And even 2008, Michael Beasley, like. Yeah, he hasn't pandered at all. Yeah, he's not pending at all. Then it's Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. Yeah, it's hard because like no one has seen these guys yeah. play. You know what I mean? Like absolutely in the last year, which and, is scary. And for me, if I'm Golden State, I'm taking Wiseman. The kid, I mean, yeah, he didn't play any college ball this year. There's very limited amount of tape on him. Can he stretch he, the floor? I don't. I don't see with this. I don't think you need him to stretch the floor. Really. I, you, you get you play a four four out one in you tell them this is your job for the next two years play defense grab every rebound and dunk don't worry about shooting threes you can Pick do that in practice yeah you just you just be a typical center because he's young and he's lanky you're coming to a team that's already established you know curry's going to get his clay is going to get his Draymond will do what Draymond does, and then you'll get the rebounds, assists, and whatever. And then you toss in Wiggins. Now, am I super high on Wiggins as a as a team leader? No. As a third option, yo, that's a big, big third option. All you have to do is hit some open shots, attack the rim. That's literally easy. like what he excels in. Exactly, and that's the type of game he excels at. Now you toss in again. We talk about cap control, and the rookie contract is isn't going to kill you, and you get a versatility of a young player who could blossom. I think Steve Kerr is a great coach. Um, he, even though I don't agree with everything he says all the time, I think he's he's really good at finding what motivates his players. And you've seen that throughout the last year, where it was just a giant tank job as soon as Curry got hurt too, right? And to keep your guys motivated and to play hard, that's a good thing. So you have this number, this kid, he'll be like, yo, this is your job. You do it. You'll get rewarded in the end. But, like, to me, the scary part is that he's a rookie, right? You're banking so much on a rookie. Like, would you Are would you, you take a trade for uh, – if the, if the Warriors traded to the Hawks um, for Clint Capella and uh, DeAndre Hunter? Uh, you know what? And or DeAndre Cam Hunter- Reddish. Those Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter didn't impress me enough. And Clint Capella, kind of guys, you know. Uh, yeah, but Clint Capella, 
what does he do? The exact same things we talked about, rebound and dunk. And you, but you know what you're getting. And he can defend yeah. the rim, right? Yeah, but I think, I, I think when it comes to that center position, it's been proven over the last you know, decade, you don't have to spend big to get some good production out of there. True. Right? Especially with the game, the game evolving the way it has. Like, it's a good thing Marc Gasol retired because he barely fit. Not official. Not official. He's in Barcelona. He's playing. He's also not official. Uh, it, depends on what he, it depends on what he wants to do. But that's my yeah. take. I think, I think the Warriors would be, um, again, unless they're blown away by something, take the, take the kid. You have somebody you can coach up and, and just go from there. Even if he doesn't start. Right. Then like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. You need that center starting piece for them right now. No, they have, they have some of those pieces that they had. They played a lot and you, you toss in healthy clay. You put Kev- Steph. Kevon Looney is your starter. Who cares? All he has to do is rebound and dunk. That's it. That's literally it. I'm That's what I'm saying. saying. Go get Clint Capella and another guy. You're paying way too much for that. Or and or Andre Drummond. Too much. You're paying way too much for that. Clint Capella's, make, Clint Capella's making almost $20 million. On a rookie deal, you're, you're charging the guy eight. That's fair. That's fair. And for a team that's strapped for cash, I don't know. So you said keep the picks, don't trade them. Uh, I think in 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 this in these two cases, yeah, keep the picks because the alternatives for trade are not great. Drew, what do you think? Unless you get the right trade, right? It all depends. Yeah, it all depends on on the trade. And I think and Drew made a good point about the number two picks being a toss up, but. and and that's I, when that's when you know who they are like yeah that's yeah. when you know you've seen the players over the year and it's still only 50 percent. so do you think that percentage is going to go up when you haven't seen them play yeah that's as much tough. that's tough. i just feel you got to be aggressive i think in this especially with lebron uh going to be in LA for another year at least AD is going to be there that's what I'm saying the Warriors are going to have to be to me they're the real challengers for the Lakers I don't I don't know about the Clippers what they they have, they have to retool properly um but no one wants wants playoff P though that's what I'm saying that, that's why I think the Warriors are going to be the only real contenders against the Lakers Ooh, what about the Nets that's a dicey team as well well, I'm, I'm at the West. I'm at the West. Oh, in the West. Yeah, that's fair. And the Nets, to me, are just a dumpster fire waiting to happen. I'm just like... <laughs> waiting for the next Kyrie Kirk. Keep, keep coming up. Things keep coming up about uh, uh, their situation. So mm-hmm. I, I know they added Dan Tony and, and some other veterans there to help Amari. staff. Amari. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about the Nets. It's a tough division, though. It is. I think it's tough for the Raptors to get out. Drew, did you say what you wanted to do with the pick? Well, it all depends on the deal. But I, kinda, I'd, I'd try and get a known commodity rather than an unknown. That's what I said. Got to risk it for the biscuit. Yep. Yeah, I think – yeah, maybe f- for Golden State, I really think they need a commodity. But I get your point. Wiseman could be the real deal too. Yeah, he like could, projected honestly. To be, projected to be amazing. So Well, you um, End of the day, you can still draft them and then trade them. True. That's true. Right? If you just feel like it's not working out in the first 15, 20 games, you flip them. I'm just not a believer in LaMelo Ball, okay? Well, that's what it comes down to. You know, out of all the Ball brothers, I find him the most annoying. I, like, I kind of like Lonzo as a player, you know? Yeah, I think Lonzo, now that he's gone away from his dad and is in the Pelicans, great. He's playing defense. He moves the ball. He can't shoot. Still can't shoot, but he's getting better. Look, if Ben Simmons can get a max deal and he can't shoot, Alonzo Ball is going to be fine. <sighs> That's tough. Ben Simmons is so overrated, okay? <laughs> so overrated. Don't even get me started. I'd flip him for Chris Paul right now. Stop and it. That Philly, Stop it. Oh, that Philly team would be, oh, with Daryl Morey? Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Tell, you're telling me for one year at a chance of a, of a chip, Right. Not Chris Paul. Who then? I don't like Chris Paul. How about Drew Holiday? 
For Ben Simmons? Just, yeah. Just straight up? Well, you make it work, but like, that'd be the centerpieces of your trade. Give me Chris Paul first and two first rounders because they have so many. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. But I'm just saying, Drew Holiday's on the chopping block too, apparently. All right. Well, anyways. NBA the draft's on the 18th, on the... people. Say what? The draft's on the 18th. That's NBA. exciting. I think there's going to be some major moves, is what I'm trying to say, on draft day. Um, because like Drew and, and you are alluding to, we don't even know past number three how these guys are and who these yeah, guys are. Honestly. Um, so we'll see. Here's a question. If the Raptors make a move, they got some cap space, or do they save it for Giannis? Well, we'll have to see. I don't know. I can honestly don't know. What do you, I don't know what they do. Masai's got to pull some magic. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. With no sports to watch on TV, eSports have been shooting off the charts. What are eSports, you may ask? Well, basically, it's competitive video gaming. eSports are fun to watch, and my favorite gamer to watch is a guy named Vandalize. Vandalize plays a variety of consoles, and games including the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. What makes him so unique is that he plays these games with the controller upside down. It is a talent unlike any other. You can check his Twitch stream out and you can find the link in the Sports Reverence Instagram bio, or you can search him up on Twitch, vandalized with two Zs or Zs. His control will be upside down. All right, we're here back with one of my favorite segments. It's called, He Said What? And I don't get to play, but I get to moderate because Coach and Sports Reverend Drew get to see if they pay attention to the Sports Reverend podcast as much as you guys. You guys can play along as well. I'm going to give a few different quotes. Some of the quotes will be from analysts and podcasters from outside of the sports reverence podcast some of the quotes will be from within the sports reverence podcast these guys gotta be able to decipher who said what and i want questions do we got um what how many questions are there there's five okay and you get bonus points if you can say who the commentator who said the quote is and that's how we're going to keep track. And you guys are going to help me keep track. So you guys ready? Do you understand the game? No. Pretty simple. Okay. I'll explain it again. No, I'm just Game's kidding. Called- I'm okay. just kidding. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Sports Reverend Drew. Let's do it. Okay. I think Drew on the first one, right? Okay. So Drew, you get to choose who goes first. Uh, to answer. Coach can go first. Okay. <sighs> here we go. Listen, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But in the USA, no one really cares about hockey. Oh, man. I think I said that. Oh. I, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a sports reverend said this. Okay. Do you have and, any and for bonus too? points, for bonus points, can you say it again one more time? Listen, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But in the USA, no one really cares about hockey. That just seems too polite for Drew. okay sports reps and i said it i said it for bonus points mr drew martin am i allowed to say the same thing or do i have to say something different yeah you can say whatever you want whatever you want i think joel's right i think i think it was us and he said it the answer is that was said by max kellerman who's been getting (laughs) major flack over this for a long time over a long time but I do believe Joel has said something like this. And something very similar. Drew has probably said this offline um, in a more, I don't know, less Cross. eloquent way. <laughs> uh, I was going with nicely. All right. All right. Number two. Number, number two. two. So, Drew, you're up first. Can we talk about Zach Ertz for a second? Let's talk about Zach Ertz. What is wrong with Zach Ertz? Is it Carson Wentz's fault or Zach Ertz's fault? They have two tight end sets a lot. Maybe Zach Ertz is so good, this is why he doesn't get the ball. I think I said that. Okay. Lock it in. Lock it in. Are you the oh. only one speaking? 
Yeah, I think I am the only one. Uh, it's me and you, then. Okay, locked in. Uh, I, man, that's tough. There's probably a pot I wasn't there for. Because I don't 100% remember this. So you don't remember, you didn't re- listen to the pods you weren't there for? I listened, doesn't mean I remember everything. There's a lot of things going on in this head, okay? Um, you know what? I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to say it wasn't the sports reverence. Okay, locked and, in? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm who's, locking who are you in. guessing? Colin Coward. Oh, boys. The answer is sports reverence. Drew is coming. No! Starts with Drew. I'm in there a little bit. And Drew finished most of it off. He won a bonus fun soliloquy about Zach Ertz. It was very funny. You got to listen uh, to that pod. Okay. <laughs> See, but it sounded a lot like something what Drew would say. The problem is, is I I had Zach Ertz on seventy five percent of my fantasy team. See, yeah, see, that makes sense. That makes sense because I knew you were going to complain about him. Oh. It was great because Drew is just like honestly, that soliloquy went longer on and just <laughs> destroying Zach Ertz. It was fantastic. That's probably the most he's ever talked in a pod ever. <laughs> okay, next one, Coach, you're up. Oh no, I need a I need a miracle win here. If the Heat play the Nuggets. Jokic will destroy everybody. He's one of the few centers who has a post game. No one on the Heat can stop him. If the Lakers win, Bam can guard AD good oh, enough. This, this is sports for Evan. That's me. That's me for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I recognize this. Okay. Locking it in. Really? Okay. Locked in. Yeah. Locking it in. Do I need to read this quote again for your puzzled look, Drew? No, I'm. I thought it was me, but now because <laughs> I know I'm the only one that talks about how good Jokic is on this. On oh, this. stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I am. Okay, well, I'm the well only. Then, then lock in your answer, bro. Um, I'm gonna go off the board here. Uh, all right. I'm gonna right. say it wasn't. I'm gonna say it wasn't us. And uh, just for fun, I'm going to say Stephen A. Okay. The answer is this was the sports reverence and it was the coach. Yes. I knew it. Bang I knew on. it. Bang on. Was I there that? I, I probably yes. wasn't there on that part. You I don't were, think so. Oh, maybe um, not. I, I threw that one in there because I thought I would mess with you a little bit because it was a positive Jokic thing from someone else. Because Drew <laughs> is on record, the pretty much only one who talks about how great Jokic is. Um, <laughs> See, which is, which is unfair because Jokic is very good. So okay, so technically, what's the score? Drew got two bonus. Uh, two, he get two. two bonus points. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why does Drew get two? We're bonus tied. Because no, we're tied. No, yeah, we're tied. I think. Okay, whatever. Doesn't yeah, matter. We're tied. I'm keeping track here. We're tied. Okay. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Drew's up first here. Yes. LeBron James will never be as good as Michael Jordan. LeBron James is no Michael Jordan, period. There's nothing LeBron can do to be deemed the greatest unless he can go back in time and erase the six championships. Wow. <laughs> who, hasn't, who hasn't said this? <laughs> Probably 90% of the sports world because they love LeBron a lot more There's than There's a lot do. of LeBron love, yeah. A lot of LeBron love. Uh Uh, we do it one more time while we think. That, that almost time. sounds like Joel again. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it one more time. LeBron James will never be as good as Michael Jordan. LeBron James is no Michael Jordan, period. There is nothing like LeBron can do. There is nothing LeBron can do to be deemed the greatest unless he can go back in time and erase the six championships. And I have to go first? Yeah, you yeah. gotta go first. Yeah, bro. Uh... I'm going to say we didn't say it, okay. but I don't have a guess for who, who said it. I Just no throw idea. it out there. You never know. You could be right. Uh, Cowherd. Okay. Okay. I, I know it sounds like we would say all together, but the going back in time part, I don't think you would say that. So I'm going with it's not us and it's Stephen A. The winner of this question is the coach bang on Stephen A. Smith. Quote. Yes. But Drew still gets a point. So yeah. you're up one. I'm up one. Yeah. Don't you don't you 
not allowed to have hey. that point. Yeah, come on, last Arizona. One. <laughs> Ready, guys? Last one. Yeah, let's go. It's the Belichick all. first, right? Count, count them all. The Belichick Cam thing has worked better than. Sorry again. The Belichick Cam thing has worked better from a PR standpoint than I thought. But the Patriots are going to be a really, really bad football team. Man, that's tough. I know. I don't think we said that. I'm gonna go. With the, it was not the sports reverence. But uh, man, I'm gonna say. I want to say it's gonna be Kellerman. That's my Max guess. Kellerman. All right, Max Kellerman. Drew Martin, you need to hit this one on the head. Plus Coward. Get the bonus. Coward. Colin Coward. Locked in. Locked in. The answer and bonus answer is Drew Martin with oh. Coward. Oh that wow! That exact quote. What I, I had no idea. I had no idea. But I still get a point for saying it's not us. True. Yeah. So, so that's one, two, three, one, two, three. I win. No. Yeah. No, we're tied. I, no way. You were Look. up one. <laughs> yeah. And I. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. We're tied. <laughs> we're tied. <laughs> He's the best ah. player in the game. It's just that simple. <laughs> you're right. We're tied. Ah. Oh. I was so a tiebreaker. That was such a lucky guess right there. Well, you have a tiebreaker. I do not. Oh, I have a tiebreaker. That's on you. That's on you. Just to go to random trivia right now. <laughs> this could go you know for what? a while. This is perfect. All right, we have a tiebreaker. Wait, here's the here's a question for you. Do you have a coin? I do. How are we gonna decide who goes first? Let's make a coin flip. All right. You guys can watch this live. Who's choosing? Well, I think Drew's the reigning champ, so I think he should get a choice to call. All right, okay. Drew. Heads. Heads or tails? Heads. Heads. Okay, flipping it. It is heads. Yeah. Oh, Are you going Joel first? Goes for, Joel, Joel goes first. Okay. All right. All right. If, I don't, if I don't know the answer, I'll just copy his. <laughs> There's times you want to give up and times you want to move on. You get so much satisfaction out of staying and sticking with it and seeing things turn around. Oh, definitely not us. No, that's, that's not us at that's all. That's too eloquent to be us. Um, wow. Wow. Is it one of our guests? I don't know. The next time we do this segment, we're bringing in fathered either sports reverend drew's dad and or sports reverend dan's dad and joel's dad and they have to read these quotes because i think it'll be really funny if they do maybe hilarious um okay i guess thanks for the segue but uh i'm going to i don't man i not us it's probably somebody in the middle of nowhere but i'm going to go with uh i'm going to go with max kellerman Max Kellerman. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a, can you read the quote one more time? There's times you want to give up and times you want to move on. You get so much satisfaction out of staying and sticking with it and seeing things turn around. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Let me read this all for you guys. Okay. Oh, well, for, what, this is the same. Read, it's, uh, it's just three more short short quotes of the same person okay okay at some point we all have to move on next quote the game isn't over till the clock says zero lastly it's all a learning process that doesn't help that doesn't help at all uh since you're such a dallas fan you can't get your mind off of dallas yes i'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say jerry jones oh Lock it in. Lock it in. Oh no, coach! Did I just lose this? Did I just lose this? That sounds like a good guess, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a very good guess. Based on that reaction as well. Me and Jerry aren't talking right now. 
We have to play the Steelers this Sunday. What's the answer? What's your answer? What's your guess? I said Max Kellerman. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, the answer is, I was waiting for Coach to give me the answer again. The answer is the truth. Paul Pierce. Oh, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Oh, gross. <laughs> but Garbage. That means, oh, that means we're still, you're, we're, we're still all tied. losers. We all tied. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that means Drew technically retains his championship belt. Yes. You can keep that. We'll put an asterisk by it, though. He's 2-0. Oh. He's All right, my oh. friends. Give me the belt. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Reverence Podcast. Make sure you check out our website. It's been revamped. Lots of fresh stuff on it. Become a Sports Reverence Insider. You can even book us for your viewing parties. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to throw this out here by potentially uh, maybe even Sports Reverends are going to do a, a Sports Reverends Super Bowl viewing party uh, live through through something. We'll work that out, but that's my idea. So book it book it for your events. Coach or Drew, whatever, someone talk about something. Yo, yo, check us out on social media. Our Twitter feed is active. We got lots of fun going on there. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook if you really must. But yeah, always hit us up. Check us out. The website's a great place to answer our polls. Sign up for insiders, but uh, yeah, engage, engage, engage. Drew, love it. What? Let's end the show this way. Give me one of the, give me that last name of Tua, just once. Tua Tagovailoa. Boom! Let's give it to him. (laughs) Peace out, world. Peace.